Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jeff. And with me, as always, is my sometimes alcoholic friend, Sergio. How are you, Sergio? Sometimes? Sometimes? Shaken, not stirred, maybe? Okay, all right, all right. I'd, I'd be lying to you if I said you were wrong. Yeah. Sometimes I drink. I'm an adult, Jeff. Are you? <laughs> if, if you look at the number of figures I buy, you would question it. <laughs> hey, look. You know. <laughs> well, that was a fantastic intro. Good job. Golf clap. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. All. Thank you. All. Thank you. All. Uh, yeah, that, that was, it's been, it's been a, a long two weeks, I feel like. It really has felt longer than two, two weeks, but it always feels that way. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, two weeks is a long time, it turns out. Uh, we, we ended up gathering a, a, a buttload of news during the, that, that two weeks. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the topics will fly by, fly by really quick, right? How has your two weeks been? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. We've uh, Warp, Warp Zone now has a, a a Twitch channel, so we've been doing uh, some live weekly streams of games. Um, so that's been a lot of fun, and I'm getting into it. So um, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yeah, I, I I tuned in for a few minutes because I, I had a, a, some spare time yesterday, and I was like, oh, like I hear Jeff, like listen to Jeff. Yeah. And like I'm very familiar with your voice. I do the you know the edits, but just just hearing you talk over a video game, I was it was it was it was a different you. It is surreal um, experience because I'm normally you know private guy. I just like playing games, you know. In the comfort of my own home. Now I'm on display. Uh, so why not do it in, in, you know, with some of the most ridiculous games I could find? But we'll probably also do Turtles uh, at some point. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to talk about video games a bit later. Yeah. Huh? See? See what I yeah. did there? This is what I in there. Before we get to that, we, we do have some, some housekeeping to do. Uh, so what's our first segment? And now it's time to see what's in Senor Sergio's box set. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why the voice? <laughs> see what I did there? All right, all right. I had Mexican for dinner. <sighs> well, I got some stuff. Um, I the, the sad part is, is I have more stuff coming, like better stuff, but it's not in my hand yet, and I and I don't want to you know, talk about it before I can actually comment on it. So we'll just let UPS make those deliveries. However, I do have some stuff. Um, first, I'm, I'm going to talk about what, you know, all the you and me and the listeners who purchased Shellheads merch got our the Shellheads merch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I ordered a T-shirt. You know, what What did you order, Jeff? I ordered a T-shirt as well. Look at us being 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 the most basic white dudes we could possibly be. Look, it's not it's not winter anymore, although it kind of feels like 
you know, sort of. Uh, I know that's coming to an end. But I would totally would have gotten a hoodie, you know, had it been very cold. Well, my my wife ordered a hoodie. Yeah. Uh, and it it'll probably just sit in a closet until winter. You know. Yeah. It, you know. Uh, that was a cool little uh, cool little campaign that we had. Uh, I definitely am going to do some more. I don't know when that's going to be. So just keep keep your ears to the podcast. And uh, once I come up with what it's going to be, I, I don't know if the full, you know, logo that we did is ever going to be available again. That it feels like a, you know, like a special thing. But we'll see. We'll see. I thank everyone who purchased them. We do. Ha- we are sitting on uh, a little bit of a little bit of cash. I might get you a new mic, Jeff. I know I just Ooh. got you a, a, a you know, a, a cheap mic that sounds OK. But I, yeah. we, we might actually spring spring for a good mic for you, Jeff. Hey, now. See, thank you, people. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. You so, people. You know, huh? huh? You people. You people. <laughs> you people know who I'm talking about, all my people out there. Um, but uh, no, it's like, you know, I, I get what you're saying about the shirts, but it's like, oh, for those that missed out, you know, we don't want anybody to be sad, though. Yeah, you but know. and that's we, a banger of a design. It it is. It thank you, thank you. No, you that's know. I only designed the words, but maybe we'll see. We'll see. You know, I'll, I mean, you know, we don't want to be like you know the you know the McDonald's of the industry and just you know here's the McRib. It's going away forever now. Which is that not shirt really, was was the McRib of Shellheads merch. No, we're better than that. We actually have flavor and style, and you know it's not frozen, fresh, not frozen, folks. Um. <laughs> well, let's move on to what else I got in the in, in, in the mail. Uh, All right. Actually, no, this I got from Target. Target keeps just bleeding me of money, one figure at a time. I mean, that's how it does. Yeah. Uh, this time I picked up a couple of the uh, adventure series. Figures I got Dreadmon and Jaguar. 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 So I'm caught up on that Slash uh, and Man Ray I already had. So I th- I don't think they haven't announced any other figures in that line, have they? Uh, we already talked about uh, Ray Filet, right? Right, I've got him. Um, yeah, it's just four. Yeah, yeah. I I really want a wing nut. Like they need to finish out the the mutanimals. I guess would be my, my request. You know, get me a wing nut and screw loose. Get me a, a a mondo gecko and get me leatherhead. Yeah, that's probably that. That's that's all that's left. Yeah, get me get me those and then get me some turtles. Oh man, some Chris Allen turtles. Uh, look, I'll. I'll take whatever. <laughs> I'll take whatever. Well, uh, th- that's really all that's in, in my box this week. Um, I've, I've got a really cool thing coming, though. Uh, tune in next time. It'll, it'll be there, I hope, unless it disappears. Let's not hope for that. Jeff, what's our next segment? And now it is time for Secrets of Sinews. flavor on that one as well some flavor some, some spicy queso something some, some, some. i don't know <laughs> you quesoed it up i did 
All right. Well, we do have we're sitting on a, a large bank of news, and I'm I'm going to let you choose our first topic. Ooh, uh, that's a spicy. Uh, well, we've got some figure news. Okay. Um, as y'all know, in April, it's usually an April takeover. Uh, from NECA. Um, and they have announced a second Mirage, original Mirage April figure, uh, coming. Um, if you remember, we had the, uh, one of the, uh, blue jumpsuit before. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. Very long time ago. And now we get April with big, sexy eighties hair and street clothes. That's true. Like tons of accessories. This I don't hate that they're making this. Like don't don't get me wrong. This is a this is a this is good news, but the only thing they had to show for it was a drawing from Kevin Eastman. I mean, look. So, so it's like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel of April news. <laughs> well, you know, there's only so much you can do, I guess. True, true. Uh it's cool looking, you know, and this, I guess, will finally answer the question, like, is April black or Latino? Or, yeah, well, her last name's O'Neill. I mean, look, <laughs> she could be adopted. She could be. She could be. See, 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 folks, there's all kinds of ways here. Yeah. Uh, it can appeal to anybody. For the record, April's not black. She yeah. never was. And that that's a, that's a rumor that's persisted for a very long time, and it's been and, and there's an exhaustive explanation on the internet going over how April is not black. Not that her being black's a problem; she just wasn't. She, she right. never was. Uh, she let's, is Latino. No, she's not, Jeff. <laughs> in I guess in other April news, but NECA also announced that they're doing a last Ronin April. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to go in the last Ronin line. Uh, I wonder how well these figures are selling. It's last Ronin, man. It's like hotcakes. We're getting a video game. I know that, but it can't, it can't be selling that well. Like it can't it, think about it this way. You release a Raphael to target based on any other version of the turtles it's probably going to be more sought after than the Raphael in some weird offshoot book. That's only two years old. You know, there's just a a larger audience for any other version of it. Not that, not that I'm, you know, I, I did like the last Ronin. I do appreciate that we're getting figures. It's just very weird that they're going so deep so fast. I mean, you got to strike while the iron is hot. Or the strike where the fire is hot? One of the, you know what I mean. Yeah, like the, the iron will be hot again. The game is coming, so wait, I mean, man. Look at it like, look at it like this. You you get the merch out there, you know. You have the interest, you know. But also too, say you know nothing about this book. So you've never heard of the Last Ronin, and you just see this Raphael figure on the shelf, I'm like, dude. I love Raphael. That's a dope looking figure. 
I want to put that on my shelf. I I get that. You know, you it, see it, what I'm it just yeah, but it's it seems it just seems odd. It's such a small audience compared to other stuff, you know. But I mean, we've got more turtles figures. We haven't seen this much figure action since the eighties. That's true. That's true. And and these are I better mean, figures for the most part. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's split up in, into four companies. Yeah. We got loyal subjects. We got NECA. We got Playmates. No, wait, not four. Super Seven. Super Seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it should it, it it should be noted that this is going to be old April. Yes. Like like Grammy April is is how it's uh positioned in the post. So. Yep. We'll see. Kids are all clamoring to play with Grandma. <laughs> okay, this is the what we're three. We're three Tuesdays into the month. Was there another April that we that I missed? I didn't see. No, I didn't see one. Or did we talk about one last time? I don't think so. Okay. I uh, I'm I'm gonna call it next next time. <laughs> next time on Shellheads. Um, the the April that's gonna be announced next Tuesday is gonna be the Secret of the Use April. Ooh. Who wants to place their bets? I uh, like. I'm calling it save the best for last. It's the most obvious April to announce. Like, come on, guys. Like, all you got to do is get Paige Turco to sign off. That's all you got to do. And she's not doing anything, right? Well, she did the 100. And when was that? I don't know if it's still going or not, but it's and recent. So. Two 2014 television series. Oh, it had 100 episodes. Oh, yeah, it ran till 2020, so. Well, there you go. She needs the money. I mean, she's been doing stuff. <laughs> I don't know why I'm throwing shade at Paige Turco. I love her. I mean, she's a great April. I can't wait for the Turtles 3 figure to go to Lagarama. Yeah. So sure. so I'm calling it. I'm calling it. That, yeah. That's going to be the April from uh, next week. Oh, wait a minute. Of course. The uh the other piece of April news that we missed is the NECA fifth turtle fig. Oh yeah. Yeah, so this this was a real deep cut that I had never imagined NECA would ever get their hands on, right? Mm-hmm. So in an obscure, pretty hard to find special published by uh Archie in the nineties. April temporarily turns into a Ninja Turtle. Say what? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. I, I don't know when we're going to read that, but we'll get there eventually. And so, and she was, it was billed as, who's the fifth turtle? And there was like a big mystery on the cover of it, you know, and, and the big reveal was it was April. Well, NECA teased that that April is getting a figure. Let's, Which, let's let's go. What what do you mean? I mean let's go. <laughs> I'm here for all of it. I want I want I just want Archie turtle figures. Yeah, it, it's such if a. This is the it, beginning. 
you yeah. know, sorry to step on your foot there, but uh, if this is the <laughs> beginning, I'm here for all of it. Yeah, it's going to be a new sculpt. It's it, it's it's based on that turtle, and April looked like a snapping turtle and had a, a, a white mask, and it, it's from the it's from 1994. Winter of 94 was the special that it was in. Wow. Yeah, it's that's real weird. It's again such a weird deep cut. Imagine going to Target and seeing that turtle on the shelf. Yeah. And not knowing what is going on. Yeah. And I, I guess the price of this special is just going to skyrocket. Probably. It, uh, I have it, but I wonder how much, I wonder how much it is just to, just to buy it right now. Looking at eBay, if you wanted to just outright buy that issue, you're looking at a hundred bucks at least. Whoa. I was not yeah. expecting that. Yeah, and it looks like there's only two of them. Uh, on top of that, the, oh, there's actually some uh, production art pages. Oh, wow. Hmm, cool. Well, we're not going to get off on that tangent, but... Keep your eye on that. Yeah, it, 100 bucks. That's that's cool. I've, I've had it since I was a kid, so it's it's not like I had to go track it down. So I guess I guess once they release the sculpt on that, we'll talk about it. Uh, what's the next piece of news, Jeff? Uh, what is our next piece of news? Well, I'm going to go ahead and keep on that figure train, but this is going a different direction. Um, you guys remember how uh, they announced, oh, we're getting uh, Ninja Turtles and Stranger Things figure crossovers. I'm like, oh. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. And then Street Fighter vs. Ninja Turtles figures. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Tournament Fighter, <laughs> maybe? And then he's like, what are these weird figure announcements out of nowhere? I was like, Cobra Kai started the whole thing. And, hey, that comic's next, I bet. So we get comics. We got Street Fighter Turtles, and then now we have a Stranger Things Turtles comic coming. Yeah... I haven't, I have, is there a way, is there a way to have a negative, like, not a negative opinion of it, but like, I'm less than interested? I mean, you're going to buy it. Of course, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to read it, and we're going to talk about it on this show. Like, you know, you know the drill. Yeah. But, uh, who, who is this for? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I love Stranger Things, but I'm like, I really don't want this crossover, though. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't like this. Yeah, maybe they found like maybe there's a gimmick that will make it all work in the end, but I don't know. This is just like kind of out of left field. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, let's let's put a an alien on on Happy Days. Now that worked. It was weird. <laughs> having Mork, for, you know, Robin Williams show up on Happy Days as an alien. But like this, it seems just as weird. Yeah. But maybe not as entertaining. Like. We haven't read it yet. We don't know. So but it's just, Yeah, the, the turtles end up in the upside down. Like. I don't know. I mean, it's one issue. <laughs> and they take out all the bad guys. No problem. And they're like, we got this. 
in the bag. We have sharp, pointy weapons. Uh, yeah, like how do the turtles not just completely dismantle the the the, the Stranger Things mythos? Because like typically the upside down creatures are being beaten by children. Yeah. Without ninja skills. Yeah. I don't know. Like now there there might be you know something they could mine uh, like like a story thing they could they could get into where like the turtles were invented in late 83 published in 84 yeah and stranger things is set at least the first season begins in 1983 mm-hmm. so maybe there's a hey we found this cool new comic book and the upside down made it come to life you know there there's they could go that direction yeah and rather it rather than it being a crossover where turtles from another dimension come over, more like we're bringing the pages to life kind of thing. Yeah. But otherwise, I I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's it's coming later this year. Yeah. We're gonna read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of obligated at this point. That's true. That's true. But. It's we're we're required. It's required reading. Yeah. Um. What's next? Get them gains, Jeff. Get them gains, Sergio. The gains. Yes. Uh, we time to get the muscles. We 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 talked about the like ghost protein powder turtles flavors months ago, right? That the GNC was getting, and I actually saw them at our GNC, like through the window, and it took everything in me to not walk in and be like, give me that stupid stuff. So you could get some games? N- well, no, because I would just leave it on the sh- in my turtle shelf as if, you know, a- as if it was a collectible, which I think they're trying to get people to believe that protein powder bottles are collectibles. I mean, if you dump it all out. <laughs> no, because then it's opened and it's not worth anything, Jeff. I mean, look, somebody is, you know, is really like a can of like old Ninja Turtle SpaghettiOs worth a lot of money. I, I actually have a, I have a, a a next mutation can of SpaghettiOs. Unopened. Unopened. Oh, wow. Yeah. The fact that it hasn't like eaten through the can. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> it's a miracle. And yes, people will spend money on expired food. Don't eat it, but you can buy it for some weird reason. Yeah, I I saw a video of someone opening one of those just to see what it looked like, and it it was not recognizable as food. It was completely evaporated, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, which which really puts a lot of the the, uh, Walking Dead continuity into question, right? Yeah. But it, it, yeah, it looks like they're they're releasing a shredder version of of their protein powder. I mean, to get shredded, I mean, it makes sense. Th- that one makes more sense than the turtles. Uh, yeah. and, and apparently, apparently, the Leonardo one is so popular, so popular that they're like releasing a upgraded version. <laughs> get more extra games. Yes, like. This is from the article that we have. Uh, the upgraded Leonardo flavor called Ghost Legend All Out 
will be available for purchase April 26th. So, what? <laughs> More proteiny. I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I need to say that this isn't a protein powder. It is a pre-workout dietary supplement. Okay, whatever that so, means. Yeah. So for those of you who are not familiar with reality breaches, like YouTube channel and whatever, Sergio uh, did this great video about a bottle can. That wasn't on re. That wasn't on Rebreeze page. It wasn't anyway. No. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. That's not the point. He did these great short videos about drinks and all this other stuff. If you want to see Sergio eat this stuff, send us a letter. Write in. <laughs> no, because you don't have the address. That's okay. Just email. I guess messages on uh, Instagram. Yeah, if you want him to eat that crap, because I can't. Because I, I don't have, think like, you can. It's not an eat. Like drink it. It, if Freeze you, it. <laughs> turn it into a donut cake. I don't care. It, it, imagine putting so little water that you eat it with like a spoon. It's, it's a soup. Look, you can combine it with cream cheese for all I care. You know, <laughs> turn it into a cake. Whatever. I can't eat that stuff because I have dietary issues. But Sergio has a cast iron stomach, and he can. So, so... so I'm going to pitch you an episode. Let's let's just uh, say we buy all the stupid Ninja Turtles foods on the on on the market. And it's just a taste testing episode where I eat all the stupid stuff like that. Like that. Uh, what was that? That, that bottle of. Uh, the pudding pudding things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like just just find like four or five things to taste. And we just. Have an episode about it. I'll be there via via Skype, maybe. <laughs> like you a don't robot? have to eat them. I mean, I can watch. Yeah, you have to you have to document my my demise. Uh, yeah, protein powder. Let's move on. We spent way too much time on that. Let's talk about figures again. Super Seven is getting a Karai. Oh boy, are they ever! Yeah, so. Did we talked about them removing the uh, the Rat King, right? Did they completely like get rid of it? Oh, we haven't talked about that. Maybe? Yeah, they they completely backpedaled on releasing like the, the Rat King that they announced, basically oh. saying he's going to go back to the drawing board, and they're replacing him with Karai in that wave. Oh wow. And the Karai is 20 times better than the Rat King that they had announced. Yes. Uh, it's it's going to be in Ultimates Wave 10. Um, it looks like it's... What version of Karai is this? It feels like it's, you know, comic style. I, th I think it is. Yeah. 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 It's, it's it, At least that's the closest analog it would be, the Mirage comics. Um she looks good. She looks good. Way better than the new April. Hey, I like the new April. Why, why is the wind blowing in the new... Like, the, the new April's hair is just... Look, you gotta <laughs> show off that big, sexy 80s hair, man. I'm telling you. It's like, dude, turn off the fan. We're trying to take pictures, man. Dude, they always have fans going in, in, in cover model shoots. <laughs> 
so I, I, you can pre-order that now directly from Super 7. I'm assuming it's also on uh, toy websites such as Big Bad, Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to double check that. I'm just going to assume because that's how commerce works. <laughs> um, also, how laziness works, but that's okay. It, look, look. <laughs> it, they can definitely buy it from Super 7, so that's truth. The other two, it's, it's a reasonable expectation. Let's break up that figure news for a minute here and uh, jump into some Christmas time stuff. <laughs> Technically, this is a figure. <laughs> Technically, in a, in a, you know. Um, so, for those of you familiar with uh, Hallmark, yearly we get a just huge trove of Christmas ornaments. And they're going back to the Ninja Turtles. It's been a while. Um, I do have complaints because the last turtle they did, at least to my knowledge, was 2K3 Leo, and that's all we got. We didn't right. get anybody else. And they're doing, yeah. they're doing the Mutant Mayhem Leo, and I'm like, but you already did Leonardo. He looks great. Yeah, he does look great. It's almost like these <laughs> these keepsake ornaments don't actually matter. Yeah. You know, like instead of them being this this uh, like precious ode to the properties that they're putting in these boxes it's more just hey here's marketing for something that's coming out yeah you know that doesn't take away from how good it looks it just takes away from the impact of of the actual item yeah because it's not like next year they're gonna have a raff yeah it's like just do all four at once like you know it does it just gets a little annoying now, yeah. as someone who was an avid collector yearly of uh, Hallmark ornaments and stuff, just because, you know, it was something that connected me and my family, you know, mm-hmm. and like, hey, what are we getting this year? Oh, I don't know. You know, um, I kind of got out of them, which I shouldn't have because all the Nintendo stuff and Sega stuff was great. Um, But we've kind of always had turtles on our tree. During Christmas. Oh, that's cool. Um, I have like a really old eighties one and it's Donatello and it's like a, a felt like a, like a, like a fabric ornament. And then there was like just a regular ornament of like a shell and it says, don't open till Christmas. And you open the shell and there's a turtle inside asleep inside. It's not a Ninja Turtles one, but still a pretty cool one. Nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I didn't go deep. Into the Hallmark stuff, I do have that Leo that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, ornament. Yeah, as as a kid, my mom uh, would buy the Star the Star Trek ones. Oh, nice! That were that were like the the starships, and a lot of them plugged into the lights and like talked. I do like that stuff. Yeah, so I I guess be on the lookout for that. Uh, Probably the, pop up around July or June, maybe. Just who knows? You know, they they start doing that stuff early at times. Yeah, it looks like the original 2005 Leo you can get for about 25 bucks, so that's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. Um, let's talk about 
Cowabunga Collection, how is that doing? That's doing incredibly well, Sergio. It has now sold over a million copies. Okay. All right. Let's let's level set here. When you say incredibly well, I don't know if a million copies counts as incredibly well. Get out of here. Like, Shredder's Revenge sold a million copies in a month. Look. It doesn't matter <laughs> what length of time, as long as it's doing extremely well and people are liking it. You know, I mean, having access to these games by legal means, instead of having to go and spend X amount of dollars on trying to track down the original copies. Now, if you if that's your bag, more power to you, because that was my bag. I'm done. <laughs> I don't got to collect those anymore. I just got to get cases for the ones that don't have boxes. Uh, like, um, d- dude, I, I get all of that. It, I'm not, this isn't me complaining about the what is actually in the package. Like, it's a fantastic package. You should buy it. That's the best way to play these games. But announcing that it sold a million copies, I don't know if that's, I, I just don't know if they should be jumping up and down celebrating that. I mean, look. With 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 Konami's like downward spiral from a couple of years ago, if Turtles is going to help them get back on top and do more stuff, yay! But again, you keep framing this like that's a success. Like, it isn't success. It's like a million s- copies. When Square Enix makes a game, if it doesn't sell like five million copies, they assume it's a failure. See, why did I bring Square into this? I'm look. I'm just trying to, to 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 properly like put this in context. A million seems like a lot, but if their expectation was five million or ten million, that's a colossal failure. They probably didn't have. You know, these games were incredibly popular in the in in the 90s. All of those pl- game players from the 90s are now old enough to buy games on their own. They printed a buttload of these co- of the of these these discs. They're in stores across the country. It's and easy to get. Oh yeah, and of course cartridges. So, so like, I, I don't know. It's just a million doesn't sound like a lot. See, <laughs> math. <laughs> it, it just doesn't. Like in the con- like in the context of gaming overall, a million doesn't seem like a lot. What's a lot to you then? Like ten million is a lot in cool. video game sales. I mean, that is a that's a lot. Now, had it said five million, I'd be impressed. Two million, that's better. One million just seems like, hey, it passed one million. Finally, guys, yay! You know, come on. Again, this isn't this isn't a, a comment on the quality of the game. Throw that out the window. The game is perfectly fine and you should buy it but a million just doesn't seem like a lot that's just me yeah i'm pretty sure it's only just you it's it it's one of the most popular franchises on the planet okay and it is the most popular games ever created for that popular franchise of and it's available at every video game retailer on the planet and it can't sell more than an in sync CD, 
Oh, why you gotta bring them into look, it? Man, look, man. Look, I'm just saying. I'm just a crazy person, I guess. I don't know. And I think we've all established that <laughs> by now. <laughs> Uh, okay, Let, we have still even more news. What's next, Jeff? Well, IDW um, is going to give us a ongoing Saturday morning adventures of TMNT comic. Since the miniseries sold so well and was so well received. Yeah, yeah. So we knew this, we knew it was coming back. We've talked about that once, possibly twice. And it's it's set to be, you know, come back next month. Like, it's it's really soon. I don't think prior to today that we knew it was going to be an ongoing. Mm, we did not. Uh, I, I just assumed it was going to be another four-issue or five-issue miniseries. Uh, an ongoing makes – it's interesting. Like, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I, we, you know, we, we talked about this very recently. I, I don't know who these are for, but if they're selling a lot of copies, I, it's, it's, I'm not the one who should be saying, oh, why are we doing this? Like, make your money. Just make your money. I mean, it's for the people that grew up with the, the turtles, and we all know that. Is it like the original, like the '80s stuff? Yeah. Just go back and listen to our episode about the miniseries. I, I'm, I have opinions, and you know, again, we'll be reading them, mm-hmm. and we'll be talking about them. I'm sure they'll be be as good as those were, which they were fine. Hopefully, there'll be some ongoing, you know, um chain together stories instead of just like one offs and maybe some more action. And you know what? That that would change my mind on it. If they if they actually put together like a long story with these like with this ongoing, yeah. Then I'd be much more on board. Yeah. Let's let you you hear that, IDW, if anybody's working there, you, you listen to the shellheads. <laughs> yes make it happen it's where they get all of their turtles news from the and shell th- as they should and, <laughs> and and send us some lifetime subscription copies to, uh, both of us <laughs> go ahead and set up that account free of yeah charge. yeah i uh, just message me on instagram will uh, my people will talk to your people yes <laughs> that would be me uh, i am my people um i am your publicist uh, I, I don't know if – yeah, I think we're done with that topic. Um, <laughs> moving on, I've got one. It's real small. It's something I stumbled upon, and it's, like, oddly oddly deep. So Ben Bishop, one of the writers on The Last Ronin, has a store, uh, basically his website, uh, called bishart.net. Oh, wow. Bishart, 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 Bishart Bishart.net. And there's all kinds of stuff there, like exclusive stuff you can't really get anywhere else. Uh, Of course, you can pick up simple stuff like the uh, Last Run in hardcover, which you can get everywhere. Uh, But you can also get a lot of Last Run in stuff, like very specific stuff like pint glasses with the new four Ninja Turtles on them, 
Uh, you can get stickers with the new four Ninja Turtles on them. You can get throw blankets that are styled like the old bed sheets with the new Ninja Turtles on them from the, the, the lost years. Uh, you you can get variant covers of stuff. Uh, it, like there's a treasure trove of Last Ronin stuff on this site. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and one of the things that I'm waiting to come in is a bookshelf box. Do you know what a bookshelf box is, Jeff? I mean, a box that you can put your books on your shelf. That, I, I was I was ex- expecting something a bit more in depth, but yes, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, so as you know, the the last Ronin books, or at least the ones in the first run, are all oversized, making them very hard to store. You can't put them in a regular long, long or short box. They're they're just kind of cumbersome, right? What they're se- what he's selling on his buy short website is boxes specifically sized to hold those last Ronin books that you can then put on your shelf next to all of your other like hardbacks. Mm-hmm. They hold like twelve books a piece. So like if you have a bunch of variants of the uh, of the first run, there's plenty of space to store them. I bought one because I'm really curious uh, as to what it looks like, how it looks on a shelf and, you know, how well it holds the books. Mm-hmm. And also, I just need a place to put those books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I was just shocked at how deep the store is here. Like mm-hmm. there's a bunch. There's prints. There's lunch boxes. There's T-shirts. There's all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so check the show notes. Uh, I'll I'll put a link there. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to you know plug Ben Bishop. Like he seems like a cool dude, but he he's selling a lot of stuff, which is neat. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, how many chances do you get to buy directly? You know, from the person. You know. That's really cool. Like Stan Sakai, you can buy stuff directly from his site and it's signed if you want to get it. I love having that option because if you are a fan of somebody, whether it be in any any media format and you want to get their autograph or whatever, it's so hard to get some people, you know, but having that convenience is very nice. That's true. That's true. It, it 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 basically makes the 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 autograph valueless on the open market, which means you're only buying it if you absolutely want it, not because it's you can sell it later. You know, yeah, you can get skateboard decks like Ninja Turtles skateboard decks on this guy's website. It's it's wild, man. Um, do we have, we still have more news? Uh, do yeah, there's a Steve Levine interview mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube. I, I I meant to watch it. I did not. Uh, it's on the comics, the Comic Lounge, uh, their page, and it looks it's a 53 minute interview. Uh, it claims to he, he talks about the Archie run, the Mirage run, and the movies, uh, and and more. So it it seems like they go pretty deep. Uh, Steve Levine was very connected to a lot of old Ninja Turtle stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's bound to drop some awesome nuggets of, of, of knowledge uh, about old school Mirage stuff. So I, I'm going to watch it. I promise you I'm going to watch it. If there's any any crazy revelations in it, I'll 
report back next episode. Um, but I'll I'll include a link, or you can just search on YouTube. It's not hard to find. Just Steve Levine, TMNT, The Comic Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you didn't get a chance to watch it, right? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Is that new? I think that's all the news. It's not news, 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 but like, you guys remember when we talked about that um, 16-bit version of the TMNT uh, movie, like the, the the 90s movie soundtrack? Oh, yeah, yeah, that thing, that thing. What's really cool is the promos leading up, you know, you know to this release, they're all like 16-bit little clips of segments from the movie, like video game style. And it looks pretty great. And I'm like, I want to play this game right now. Dude, it's, it's some real like alternate dimension stuff, man. Yeah. Like they're trying very hard to sell this, (laughs) this record, Uh, which I, I guess good, great job guys, you know, I mean, look, there, there, there are chip tune fans out there. You know, I enjoy my video game tunes, and this, you know, I'm not saying I'm gonna buy it. I appreciate that somebody out there is actually doing it. It's just kind of a cool little thing. Yeah, I, I mm, why I Sergio's gonna buy a copy? Oh, shut up! You're not wrong. No, you are. You I, are. Like, oh, I'm not gonna buy that Cobra Kai two pack set. I don't need those. <laughs> He bought them anyway, then he sold them or gave them yeah. to, you know, homeless children or something. Dude, man. Wow. So, so, so mean. Um, what? Yeah, I, I might buy this. I don't know. It goes on sale April 28th at noon Eastern time. Yeah. Uh, on, let's see, what's this? Shapeshift Records. So, I guess... If you're that interested in a chiptune version of a soundtrack that was never chiptune, then go for it. I, I'm just going to use this opportunity to point out the only soundtrack I want is the soundtrack to the TV show. That's it. I want all of that background music, all of the, the, the score of the TV show is what I want. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, it's never going to happen. But that original television TV show, or the the original 87 TV show, is what I want. Like, with the music they used for, like, what, the first, like, two or three seasons or whatever? No, they used it longer than that. But then they added some, like, additional Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, give me all that. Yeah. Yeah, like, put it on Spotify. There's got to be a clean copy of it somewhere, right? It's got to exist. There's, like, a reimagined version that's like as close as you can get but it's no it's not i listen to it it's not even close yeah like you've got to get it almost perfect for it to really hit home uh but i guess if you if you want this chiptune stuff go for it i might buy it i might not depends on how i feel that day april 28th that is news and now let's take a break Oh, the host making doing the hosting thing. Coming soon to your earwaves, a franchise 
that has action figures from Playmates Toys. A animated series executive produced by Fred Wolf. A theme song written by Chuck Lorre. There. Hideously deformed creatures of superhuman size and strength. They're ugly, but they still get girls. Toxic! That's right, Tromdillions. It's time for the Lloyd Kaufman-approved Toxic Crusaders podcast. Diving into the animated series, the toys, the video games, and more. Coming soon to a Tromaville near you. Crusaders, it's cleanup time. And we are back. It's been a while since we've talked about video games. Uh, well, maybe not too long, but yeah, you know, we've well, we didn't think we were going to have, you know, collections of stuff and a new game to talk about and you know it's 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 exciting so we're we're diving back into what we're calling phase 2 that is correct yes um yeah we 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 talked about all the the phase 2 uh konami stuff last time we really dove into these old video games uh, and now uh phase 2 being of course the phase that peter laird was the sole owner of the turtles are all we are we technically in phase three of the no no phase three would be after the Nickelodeon buyout okay 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 yeah um there was a there was a short window of time where uh, video game publisher Ubisoft had the 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 license to make Turtles games and w- when when I say short period of time I literally mean three years. That yet yeah, no, that's not long at all. <laughs> uh, and yeah. it shows. Oh, that's mean. Well, kind of. I mean, well, you know what? I mean, the fact that okay, I didn't know it was three like within three years. They cranked out a lot in three years' time. Yeah. Well, I I guess by default it would have to be a little more than three years because there's development time, but. Only three years worth of games came out. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like they're, they're, we're going to go through all of the the major ones. There was let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There were five, five, yeah, yeah, five games, and I would technically say six, but we'll explain that in a minute. Yeah, the the big swap over from Activision to Ubisoft was pretty much planned to coincide with the release of the movie TMNT. 
And that was kind of Ubisoft's big coming out party. It's like, hey, we're making Turtles games now. And no offense to Konami, but at the time, Ubisoft was kind of kind of hitting on, you know, all cylinders. They they had just come off the release of the Prince of Persia games. Uh, they like they're, they're the Rayman people like Splinter Cell. Uh, what other games did did, did Ubisoft have? At at that time, at that uh, time, yeah, because th- this was pre Assassin's Creed, Tomb Raider. No, that's not that's not Tomb Raider. No, what am I what am I saying? I can't think of any like big titles. Really? Like I I, I guess we we see there's Rainbow Six. Was that out yet? Maybe they they had just done Beyond Good and Evil. Oh yeah, and we're still waiting on that sequel. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. You know, um, hmm. Yeah, Sands of Time came out. You know, beyond. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, Ubisoft had a reputation, and w- one of their biggest hits was Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time in 2003. It was it was fast followed by uh, sequels, uh, The Warrior Within and The Two Thrones. Yeah, The Two Thrones. When they announced the TMNT game that was, you know, the main big title uh, that was associated with the movie, it was they made a really big deal about it being built in the same engine that Prince of Persia was built in. Mm-hmm. And that that engine is the Jade engine uh, named after the protagonist of Beyond Good and Evil. And one look at the TMNT game that that initially came out for what it was on Wii, it was on Xbox 360, it was on PlayStation 2, it was on uh, basically all major uh, home consoles that were plugged into a TV. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. 360, Wii, PlayStation 2, GameCube, yeah, GameCube, Windows, and that version of the game plays very much like Prince of Persia. There's a lot of wall running, a lot of uh, pole swinging. The combat is pretty rough. It, yeah. It's really only you know a few combat moves. You, it, it's a single player game. You don't, you can't bring your buddy in to play another turtle. And and that was kind of the whatever the opposite of a selling point is. Like that was the big complaint was you made a turtles game that's single player. Why yeah. would you do that? You know, what, what do you remember about because t- we got together and played these and and, and, and you, you saw me play through a level or two of this. What, what's your opinion on the, the big TMNT game? So at the time, of course, I, you know, I was playing it on 360 because um, that was the system that I decided to go with. Um, and uh, I think at that point I was just like, OK, we got those just bad 2k3 games on on you know the home consoles that were just i'm sorry they just weren't very good right at all right and you know i i I wanted something more so like adding prince of persia like elements to the game i was like okay this is this is good i like this but you know when (laughs) When viewing it now, <laughs> you know it. Um, it really didn't make a whole lot of sense to do 
a single player game because you know it, it, or at least give you a chance to I mean you could play as the different turtles but you couldn't like pick what time you wanted to do that and well that, y- yes and no like certain levels were locked to certain turtles but at yeah. about halfway through the game you can switch on like on demand like switch from between turtles at any point yeah it's not like they played any different. It, they, they all still had the same attacks, so it, it was basically a palette swap for the most part. Yeah, and that's kind of what, like, and, you know, I'm jumping way ahead of it here, but the, um, was it Injustice 2, when they added the Turtles? Yeah. Um, They all pretty much played the same, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, which just irritates me because they're all four different styles of you know the way they fight and and the way they move um anyway we'll get to that later um (laughs) but yeah you know it's it's pretty janky especially the the um was it the night watcher Uh, yeah the the night watcher Raphael, of course they they didn't even bother to create a new attack yeah it's the same it's the same boomerang uh you know uh psi attacks and he has this horrible like scraping jump sound like it's horrible i can't even describe to you what that sound is maybe like if you're taking like a, a a plastic cup and like throwing it on a table or something yeah, yeah, the, the Foley artist really went way out of their way to make it sound crunchy. It was it was bad. Yeah. Uh, now they did get the voice actors from the film. No, they didn't. No. No, I don't think so. Yeah, they did. Did they? Pretty sure they did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like. At the when this game came out, let me let me I guess let me put this into Sergio context for a moment. 2007 was like the height of my my re my my turtles rebirth, I guess. You know, I, I was reading the comics. I was really deep into 2K3. I was full on turtles guy by that point. Yeah. And. The announcement of this movie and this video game really had me hype. I was a huge Prince of Persia fan. Like this, I I am a mark for exactly what this game was selling. Yeah, I so much so that I pre-ordered it. And you know me, I don't pre-order games. That's for fools, you know. Right. And I, I pre-ordered it from from Game GameStop because it came with a uh, exclusive variant or copy of the issue number one of the, you know, of the Mirage comic. So apparently that's hard to find now. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. But I took it home. I, I played the first console I played it on was Wii, and I thought it was rad. I was really excited. I was like, this game is cool. I love this game. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it like, I was even excited to play it again when I got a, xbox 360 so i could get the achievements like that's how into it i was at the time yeah but you know hindsight being 2020 in retrospect looking at uh, the, the game in a modern lens it's hard to 
see it as more than a cash grab now because they literally just made a dumbed down Prince of Persia game with Ninja Turtles in it. Sure, it's, yeah. you know, it's got the voice acting. It's got, you know, there, there are a few little quirks here and there that make it pretty cool, but it's not even a good Prince of Persia game. Yeah, like movies and game like, you know, cash grabs were, were very common. Um, They're not as common now as they were like way back then. And there were some really good ones and there's just really terrible ones. Yeah. And this one was decent. It, right. It's like by video game standards, it's not great by turtles video game standards. It might as well be a classic. Yeah. Uh, it's infinitely more playable than the Konami games that preceded it. Like the the two K the two K three ones, yeah. The uh, the the three D ones, not the two uh, D ones. Right, 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 right. So, I, it's worth checking out for like you know, I guess historic purposes, just to kind of put yourself in the mindset of what it was to play a Turtles game in two thousand seven. Yeah, but. No one is picking this up because, oh, man, this game is great. No, it's it's very much a promotional tool for a movie. And the movie is much better than the game. At least this version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of, you're right, multiple versions. This There were three distinctly different TMNT games for that movie. All of them published by Ubisoft, developed and published by Ubisoft. Uh, which one do you want to talk about first? Do you want to go with the good one, the the Game Boy Advance game? Let's save that one for last. For last? Okay. Well, the second version, which is by far the worst, was developed for Nintendo DS and PSP. This is a – It's it was made by the same team, but – the gameplay is very different. The levels are very different. Everything about the game is pretty much different. And it's horrible. How I, I, horrible I, is it, Sergio? <laughs> there's f- three jump buttons. Joe. What? Yeah. Th- think about a, a, a Nintendo DS, right? There's the there's the the D-pad and then there are the four buttons on the right side. Three of those are jump buttons. That, And instead of navigating through the world, using the D-pad to point the direction you want to go, you use the jump buttons to jump in the direction you want to go. No. No. Just it, no. Yeah, yeah. It, it's absurd. I don't know whose idea it was. Uh, it, to, like, to add insult to injury, not only are there three jump buttons, if... One of the game mechanics is if your turtle is sliding down like a like a like a ramp, the fourth button turns into your jump button. Ah, no. Which means no. the game effectively has th- four jump buttons and you can't progress through the level unless you're using the right one. Well, I guess we know which copies didn't sell. It, it, yeah, I. I, I bought my DS copy for like six bucks 
And now I know why. I mean, can you get it back? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just part of my collection. That, that, that that's that's what it is. Uh, it's it's not good. It it's profoundly disappointing, it, it, especially when the big boy TMNT game is like it's full on. It's competent. It's fully competent and is a video game. It's it's a video game. This thing might as well be a high res tiger handheld. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't don't play it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the easiest way to put it. Um, and and I, and I don't want to soil this podcast anymore by talking about it anymore. Yeah. Let's have a nice uh, palate cleanser, shall we? Yes, and and this is where I hand it off to you. What's 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 up with the GBA version of the TMNT game? Chef kiss. It is the ultimate super meat pizza version um, of of TMNT games uh, in that era. Um, this is the one that I played endlessly. I mean, all the way through all four turtles. Okay, so there are, not only is there, like, a semi, like, it's not really, it's not open world, but you can go from sewer to the streets, and you can, it has, if you're familiar, any of you are familiar with the River City Ransom games, or the Scott Pilgrim game, um, where you would beat up bad guys, they would drop coins, you could go in the shops, purchase stuff upgrade your characters you can do that in this game oh and it's very nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah when, when i when i picked this one up i had never played it i i bought it i don't know i can't even remember when it when or why i bought it i just was like i know this is a distinctly different game than what's on 360 so let me check it out i mean i didn't play it until this week and what is one of my chief complaints about beat em ups, right? It's repetitive, mindless nonsense that, yeah. it, that that you you basically give the controller to a child and say, here, leave me alone for two hours, right? Mm-hmm. This this team and T beat em up is it has la- layers mm-hmm. in a way that basically all of the other ones do not. Yeah. So. I'm I'm really excited to sit down and actually finish it. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, because because it's it scratches an itch that a lot of those other beat 'em ups do not. Yeah, and uh, what's fascinating is um, some team members that worked on this game went on to work on Shredder's Revenge. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I guess it sh- that's why Shredder's Revenge is cool. It's good. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's it, that's not why. It, I'm sure they helped, but yeah. it, it's really cool that, again, on the surface, the GBA ver- Game Boy Advance version of this this uh, this game is a promotional item. You know, it's it's a quote unquote quote cash grab. It's an opportunity for Ubisoft to make some money off the back of a movie, but. This game feels more like a game than a lot of Game Boy Advance games. 
Yeah, and it's clearly the one they put the most money into. Eh, no, 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 no. They, they put no. more care into it. No, because or, GBA or, or, or time and time and care. Yeah, yeah, care because the GB, GBA games are way easier to develop than anything 3D. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like it's this is the best of the three, and it it might. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna say this out loud. It's the best Ubisoft Turtles game. Ooh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, Although, and it's, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, there is one nitpick that I do have. Like the entire time, like when you're when you're roaming around the streets and rooftops and stuff as the turtles, they don't have their weapons out until you start attacking, and that really annoys me. I don't understand why. Well, uh, like uh, gameplay wise, you're right. It doesn't make much sense. But if you're walking around the city of New York just holding a sword or holding a katana, like you're the weirdo. I mean, in the in the battle stages, too, it's it's not just the regular, you know, non non fighting stuff. You still. Like, if if I was walking around New York with nunchucks in my hand, ready to fight everyone who walked up to me, that's weird. I'd pay to see that, actually. (laughs) That weird? No, no, no. No. You wanting to see me get my head bashed in is not weird. (laughs) Oh, I don't want that. Oh, it'll happen. It'll 100% happen. I mean, you could take in some bum fights. Uh, yeah, th- like that's from a from a video game standpoint, that is a, a legit nitpick from a world building standpoint. It kind of makes sense. But but no, I, I get it that you're not wrong. Yeah. And like this was like the only I was the only Turtles game game where you can like, yeah, you can pick up objects like you can pick up trash cans and throw them at thugs and you can uh, pick up big metal pipes and just crunch some skulls you know um yeah and that's that's really cool like there's a lot of detail there's a lot of stuff you know that's going on you know in the game um however you get a chance to play it if you find a copy get it play it on your if you've got a game boy player on your gamecube play it on the big screen you know or a or a, a retron you can play you can play all those on a on a on a retron 5 I mean, yeah, if you want to do that too, but you know, if <laughs> or you have you original, or or, or or what's it? What's that thing called? The, the analog pocket? Oh yeah, that's an even better way. Yeah, play it on the analog pocket, or play it on an emulator. Like Ubisoft is not making money off this game anymore, so nope. There's there's no way you're stealing money from them by bootlegging it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Play that one. Uh, and the thing is, is in the grand con, you know conversation we're having, that's those are just the games based on the movie. Yeah. Um, which the, those that's three distinct games. Most movie movies don't get but one. This is true. So, I guess good job Ubisoft for you know. Yeah capitalizing on a, a license that you have uh the the next one that we want to talk about 
is a, a pretty good game. It's not amazing. Uh, it is. It was released in 2009 for the Wii and the PlayStation 2, which is a real weird con- combination in the year 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is TMNT Smash Up. Not to be confused with the 2005 game TMNT Mutant Melee. They do share some concepts, but they are two very different games. Smash Up is in the is loosely in the style of a Smash Brothers uh, game, and I guess that's part of the reason it was on Wii, uh, and was actually developed by some of some of the, the the team members that did develop Smash Brothers Brawl. Yeah. I, I did confirm that in between us playing it and now. Uh it was made by Game Arts and Game Arts was one of the one of the many teams that worked on Smash Brothers Brawl. Mm-hmm. Uh it's 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 a, a a platform fighter where you pick a character and then you go into a room and then you beat the crap out of your friends. Uh, it's 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 really good for couch co-op. It's got m- most of you know the cast that you have grown to love um, from the Ninja Turtles. It's also got some weird choices. Yeah. Um. But we'll get to that in a minute. What it, what is your your overall opinion of TMNT Smash Up? It's enjoyable for what it is. Um. Uh. You know, it's a nice smash brothers clone um i really enjoyed like the promotional art leading up to this like what was it like leonardo was like he's like one stage it's in the sewer and he's like literally being flushed out of the sewer which was just that art was beautiful Mm -hmm. um i really dug it and and back in the day when i did uh wrote a few articles for gogreenmachine.org I actually interviewed um, one of the guys that worked on the game. Um, I, I've been trying to find the original article, but I don't think it exists anymore. Um, but if I remember correctly, the guy that I interviewed was Matt Lunig. And uh, I just asked him a whole bunch of questions and, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. And uh, there's like some video on YouTube that you can find of like him talking um, about the game. Um, so I might, you know, link that in the show notes uh, just for just for the heck, just for the shell of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like it's really weird because while you were writing for for Go, Go Green Machine, I was podcasting with uh, my buds over at Tech Pedition. Uh, and, you know, I lived in uh, I lived in South Mississippi. And we had kind of conned our way into going to E3. Mm-hmm. And uh, any game players out there probably know what that is, but it's the, the electronics uh, expo that. Was basically the place where all the big video games get announced, right? And 2009, the year the year we went, uh, that's when Turtle Smash Up was playable on the E3 floor. So I, I got to play it before anyone else got to play it. Uh, and coming out of E3, I was stoked 
you know, because I'm a big Smash Brothers guy, and it's my characters in a Smash Brothers style game. I'm going to love this so much. And when it was released in 2009, I was pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, when me and you sat down and played it the other day, I don't know if it's aged really well. It kind of hasn't. It can be <laughs> really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your character will just get eaten by a shark right after respawning. I'm not bitter. Or a giant alligator that's not Leatherhead. Right. Yeah, put a little hat on him or something. Like, at least wink at us and say, we know it's Leatherhead. Yeah. Yeah. And it should be noted that the 2K3 voice actors lent their voices to all of these. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But they're 2007 Turtles. That's where the like your your dollars kind of uh, pop out like you. They definitely can't afford Sarah Michelle Gellar for a smash up video game. No, but it's just weird hearing 2K3 voices come out of the 2007 CGI characters. Well, yeah, yeah, because I, I guess the other the other option would just not have voice acting. Yeah, because again, they're not going to afford Chris Evans. Nope. Well, maybe then they could have, but uh, not for a not for a second, possibly third tier video game that wasn't even released on the big boy consoles. Yeah. You know, if if this was go if this was released on Xbox 360 and PS3, maybe because then it would it would have more of a prestige release to it, but. We and PlayStation 2 again, weird, weird combination. Uh, The the characters that are playable in it are uh, the four turtles, of course, uh, April, Casey, Foot Ninja, uh, the Fugitoid, which apparently I never unlocked or wait, what? That's right. The Fugitoid, uh, Karai, the Night Watcher. Ninja Rabbid, which would be a a rabbit from the Raving Rabbids line of games that Ubisoft has. Uh, that's a Ninja Rabbid. The next one is a Raving Rabbid. So one's in costume, one is not. The Shredder, Splinter, Splinter Rabbid, and the Utrominator. Okay, I had no idea that the freaking Fugitoid was all up in there. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in I there. I got them all. Yeah, the I. I I looked up how to unlock him, and it's not easy. So oh, it course. makes sense. It makes sense that I didn't unlock him. Um, the Utru- the Utrominator. Utrominator is a cool character. I like playing with him in the game. It infuriates me that it's like that's the character that they created out of thin air when there were literally a hundred other characters they could have chosen. Yeah nitpick i guess again he's cool to play with he's probably a top three character for me in the game yeah but where did he come from that's a mystery yeah it's just it just bugs me i i don't know why it just bugs me 
Um, let's see. Oh, okay. Well, uh, call me a liar. Um, Utrominators were from same as it never was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, weird pull, real weird pull, but it's not as egregious anymore. So, cool. Uh, there is fun to be had in Smash Up. You know, get some buddies in a room. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different, uh, like, settings and options to choose. There's there's different modes of play. There's plenty, plenty to do. At the time, you could have played it online. You can't play anything Wii online now. But if you've got some Turtles friends and you want, it, want a good time, check it out. Smash, I can, I can suggest you play Smash Up and be pretty confident that you'll have a good time. Is it a great game? No. Is that, is that, is, is that a good way to describe it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's better than the, the 2K3 uh, Smash clone. Oh, Mutant Melee, yes. It's, it's miles better than Mutant Melee. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's a bit half-baked. Um... <laughs> And on 420, no less. Uh, right? They won't know that we're recording this on 420, but... I mean... Good good call-out. Good call-out, Jeff. You know? Well, thank you. Okay, let's talk about the most divisive game on this entire list. TMNT, Turtles in Time, Reshelled. Divisive? Hmm. I would say it's divisive. Okay. Uh, so... Once Ubisoft had the you know license, they decided it's probably a good idea to try to cash in on the previous Turtles games that were so popular. Turtles in Time being the pinnacle of that whole run, right? Mm-hmm. However, it being a Konami game and them not having the rights to it, they had to rebuild the entire game. Yeah. Uh, they rebuilt it in in uh, a completely different engine. It's a 3D beat 'em up that takes you through the basic, the same basic story, and it was a it was a download only game on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Yeah, released in 2009. So, how do you feel about Turtles in Time Reshelled? Oh. At the time, again, just starved for for Turtles content. Um, Turtles in Time is iconic among fans that grew up playing that game, mm-hmm. whether it be the arcade version or the Super Nintendo version. And you know, unless you unless you had the Super Nintendo cartridge, you you didn't have access. You know to these games and um well uh, unless it was by other means um yeah which, like you, you could have i think there was w- one of the uh konami games you could unlock it somehow yeah yeah it was in the 2k3 games and, like you could eventually i think unlock both arcade games but all the music was replaced and it was dreadful i'm like what is this i never played them again i'm like nope no, <laughs> it was really bad, folks, really bad. And so with this. OK, let's let's dissect the good. 
<laughs> it's a short list. Um, <laughs> the art design and the way the game looks, I really, I really dig. Um, the art style is kind of like, it's almost like a street chalk drawing meets, you know, uh, really high quality level graffiti. Okay. Almost. Um, the gameplay mechanics, like being able to run around fully into the background and into the, into the foreground, all that, that was really nice. It doesn't play terrible. Um, they took away Michelangelo's like jump attack at the end of his chain, which I always hated. Um, and again, it's 2000, it's 2K3 Turtles doing the voices of the 80s Turtles, but it's it's meant to look more, uh, more mature, more comic, you know, book style, which I I dig that. I I thought that was really cool. Um, you're you're not you're not wrong. Like all of the things that you're saying were good. You're you're on the money. Uh, the art style is cool, and it's doesn't it doesn't line up. St- really well with any other version of the turtles yeah you know it's kind of an an amalgamation of a bunch of different versions of the turtles but ultimately they look real cool yeah which is really all you have to get right right yeah when it comes to visuals uh and you're right it does play really well and the additions of you know being able to attack vertically and 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 being able to interact with the environment and it actually be 3D and not just a faux 3D in a you know on a 2D plane. Yeah, those improvements are really cool. However, nothing in this game feels like Turtles in Time. Yeah, nothing at all. Like the levels are supposed to be the same, they don't feel the same. And the music sure isn't the same. Yeah, the the music is not. The music is boring. It it is completely devoid of the charm of the, you know, the previous games. Yeah. You know, the the charm of sprites. So, so like what? Sorry, I cut you off. What is your bad? If you're listing the bad, what is what is your list of the bad? Well, the music is 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 definitely number one, like the worst part of this game. Yeah. Um, some of the stages, like the sewer surfing, when you're fighting against the pizza monsters, which are like weird, like fit pizza monsters. It is like one of the most annoying parts of that stage. Yeah. Um, and some of the boss fights just really, you know, just really just are are super super annoying especially the uh the mud monster um or sludge monster or whatever you want to call him uh i forget his real name um in the uh, prehistoric turtle stories uh stage mm-hmm. um and the oh and the lack of the foot banditos in uh bury my shell at wounded knee like that that extra little bit of charm yeah is 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 really kind of missing because you know foot soldiers with jobs that's always great um yep yep and um 
Oh, I forgot to add the good. The we actually get to see in um uh, um the first stage. Um, was it Big Apple three a.m.? I think so. Yeah. Um, when you're going through the construction site, um, uh, Krang and his giant body, android body, jumps down like freaking King Kong. That. I freaking loved because it before it was just a giant head. And this time you actually get to see him, you know, do that. And he's just like, but he sounds like Meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> Prepare to die, y'all. I was like, what? <laughs> That's a and great Meatwad, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, used, I watched a lot of that show. Um, so that was really cool. I really, really like that um but other than that yeah like i understand how like in a business meeting some rich guy says we should do this and it seems like a fantastic idea to make this game yeah however in practice why does this exist you know like it's if you're not going to build a game that is similar enough to the original that it reminds people of the original. Why are you, why are you doing it? Yeah. You know, you, you, you want to, you want to tug at the nostalgia strings and this game does not do that. Yeah. It, I think they might have, it might have reviewed better or even had a better, uh, you know, a, a better overall opinion if it was just an original game. Right. You know, build new levels, build a different story. Like the the design of the turtles is good enough to have stood alone. It didn't have to be tied to this this game that ultimately is better than this new one. Yeah. It, yeah, just it's just oh. a bad idea. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It is a bad idea. It was a bad idea. Uh, it was also hard to. Um, you know, uh, grab the foot soldiers and throw them. Yeah. Um, that was, that did get, you know, pretty annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if they went the shredders revenge route when developing this, I feel like we would have ended up with a better game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, like the worst part about this is this is a you know a DLC a, a downloadable game only released on two consoles that are now defunct and since Ubisoft no longer has the Turtles license they have since been removed from the two stores mm-hmm. so there's no way to purchase this game yeah so you have to you know become a pirate I, I don't even I, I don't even know how to pirate these kinds of games I'm sure there's a way they're the internet is very crafty, but yeah. yeah, there's no way to purchase this game anymore. the The only way we could play it is because we had purchased it. Uh, you can, yeah. if you bought it when it came out, you can still go and find it in your download history on you know whatever console you bought it on, or whatever account you bought it on, and download it to your console. So if you bought it, you can still play it. If you didn't buy it, sorry. And this and it brings it around full circle, which is why it's so important to have physical 
versions of games. I, I, I don't know if there's value in there being a physical version of this game, but not of this game, but (laughs) you know, and it's, and, and there was a similar case with the Scott Pilgrim game. Like it was gone for 10 years and people, it was download only. It didn't get ported to Game Boy Advance or, you know, or, or or DS or, you know, not Advance, DS or, you know, 3DS or whatever. And, you know, you couldn't get it until it finally became available and they made physical copies and it became digital again. So I'm like, I grabbed all the physical copies I can get my hands on. Yeah, yeah. There aren't, it's from my standpoint, there aren't very many arguments to go physical all the time. Like, if you want to be the guy who's like, I buy digital only, I completely understand your stance and you go live your, you know, go live your best life. But sit, games like this, situations like this, really, they really back Jeff's mindset up, and there's nothing I can really argue against there. See, I yeah. knew it. <laughs> yeah, but but now, don't get me wrong. These situations are few and far between, and most of the games that fall victim to this, you know, disappearing act aren't worth buying in the first place. Most of it them. really depends on what it is. Yeah. Um, anything else on Turtles in Time Reshelled before we hit up our last title? No, we, you know, well, besides that, we, we got to play this uh, together and enjoy it. And we, you know, did complete the game. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to. Like, we were dying left and right. And and, and something something magical happened, Sergio. What happened? Yeah, I popped an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. What this is a uh, fourteen years later, and it's and it's like, hey guy, here's you an achievement. Do you remember what the achievement was? I don't. I I wish I did. I, I don't. It but, it, but it. Do what? Look it up. I I know what it is. You do? I think so. Let's see. Let's see. I can. I think I can do that. Okay. Well, before I before I find it, what do you think it was? It is the. I know what it is. I'm looking it up. Ice Ice Turtle. Ice Ice Turtle. Um, avoid ice ray traps in level eight. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I got the Ice Ice Turtle <laughs> achievement three days ago, and the one before that, the Invincible achievement, I got. 12 years ago. Oh, the wow. The 12-year gap between b- b- between these games, or between those achievements. Nice. Yeah. So, that's cool. Let's see. The last game that we're going to talk about was kind of a game that f- flew way under the radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that I don't even think I knew that it was released until, that it was coming out until after it had been out for a while. Uh, and I lost my page. Where is it? Vamp. Vamp for a minute, Jeff. Nothing? Not gonna... Okay. Uh, I got I got nothing. You got nothing? No. All right. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade Attack for the Nintendo DS, released in 2009. It's kind of obscure in a weird way. Like, there's not even a Wikipedia page for it. Oh wow! But right, like that—that's a real. 
that, that that's a rarity, especially in a, a you know a major turtles release. Actually, I, a correction: there is a Turtlepedia page for it. There's a Turtlepedia page. I said Wikipedia. Oh uh, well, that's you know, that's Wiki. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's a DS game, and it's a beat 'em up, as you would expect. Uh, you can you can play it multiplayer if if you and a friend both have the same game and you each have a, a DS. So there's that. Um, I played a bunch of it over the past couple days. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like it either. Yeah, uh, the, the, literally the best part of the game is the cutscenes. Oh yeah, the cutscenes are real dope. They're really cool. Because they're done in the style of the original Mirage comics, all the way down to like the duo shade. Yeah. Like shading of the the turtle. Obviously, they're not using the paper, but it's in the style that you would get out of a duo shade uh, sheet. And that's really cool. Like, it makes me want more stuff that is animated in that style. Yeah. Uh, But the gameplay is rough it's rough man like what's your opinion on it so i got this when it originally came out like the day it came out and um i thought it was you know i thought it was okay it was it's a weird like is i isometric Mm, not it's it's isometric did you say quasi-metric that's quasi-metric you know (laughs) it's a really weird angle and the turtles look like you know chonky boys um yeah um i i don't think that's isometric it's it is fixed camera and technically 3d but man it's it's a slog man I mean, it, and it looks technically to be like a 2K3 game because you've got characters from 2K3. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, however, s- however, the logo on the cover is in the style of the 87 cartoon. Yeah, but here's something really cool. The cutscenes, the game's cutscenes, were written by Sam Regal, voice of Donatello from 2K3. Oh. That's very cool. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, like the only info that <laughs> Wikipedia has on it is it's a side scrolling fighting action game. Let me see what the Turtlepedia has. Uh, like, I was kind of excited when I saw the, the, the you know, that this game was coming out. And, you know, because at this point, we hadn't had a new arcade style turtles game in what 15 years, probably more than that. Something like that. Yeah. So going that route seems like a good idea. Yeah. But the execution just wasn't there. Yeah. Now the story was good. Um, and it's supposed to, it takes place after the turtles return from the future. So uh-huh. it's it's a fast forward game and Cyber Shredder's, you know, up to his old tricks. Um, so it's it is 
it is definitely a 2K3 game. Probably the only oh oh ooh crossover with with fast forward. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like it's technically you know a fast forward game. Well, if it, a, if it, if it's when they come back from the future, it would be a back to the sewer game. Well, you, you know what I mean. Like you can yeah. you can access. I believe you could access the um the the um uh, the fast forward like suits or designs. Ugh. Yeah. Like that's a level of detail that I don't think this game deserves. Yeah. It, it nothing about this game makes me want to play it. Yeah, I'm 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 in that same boat. I'm just nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh Yeah, yeah. So so there you go. It th- those are the 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 main releases that, that that came out. Uh there was also one that we didn't talk about that's kind of uh even more obscure than what we've been talking about in that it's fully unavailable right now. Let me find it. It was actually a game, like a web game that you played on the uh, on PC, and it was it was a, a it was a promotional game for the Team and Team movie. So I guess that that movie had four distinct games. Mm. It was a side scroller. It's there's only about eight minutes of gameplay. It's it's not anything crazy. Uh, it's called Team and Team Ninja Adventures. And it's the most basic of basic side-scrollers, but it was playable, and it is a game. Yeah. But, it, it you know, it was only available online. It's long been gone. If you're a person who archived and made this game currently playable, you might be a crazy person. Because it's not, it does not look good. It doesn't look worth saving. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. Not all lost media needs to be found or preserved. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. Again, I guess count me corrected. I think I might have this game. Really? Apparently, it was packaged with some of the Playmates toys of that era. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Don't make me Twitch stream a playthrough of this stupid stuff. Right. I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that, Jeff. We're going to do it. You can't make me. Well, it's your obligation now. It's 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 all out there. Oh, man. And it didn't take me but 10 seconds to find the Ninja Adventures downloadable game off of archive.org. Hey, you can download it today. Install it today. It's like a flash game. This though, this is a bad idea. I'm I'm going to X out of this page. Um so do yeah, it. there's do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Uh yeah, so the Ubisoft era of video games is not a there's not there's no prestige to it. There's some interesting releases that are most of them are inherently playable, but I wouldn't say any of them are amazing, except maybe that GBA game. Yeah. Uh, what 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 do you think? 
I would agree. You know, um, the GBA definitely is the best out of all of these games. Um, Smash Up does have an amount of charm to it. And if you guys want to settle, you know, who's a better turtle? Do it. Play it. Or you could, you know, just play Tournament Fighters instead. It doesn't matter. Um, I still got a, a good bit of enjoyment out of the game. Now, is the character selection the best? No. They really could have gone crazy, but they probably didn't have a big budget. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are, these are you know, very much budget titles. Yeah. Did not have a lot of backing to them, you know, because they're licensed games. And in certain years that certain games came out, they didn't get big budgets for a lot of stuff. Um, so, you know, you work with what you got. Yeah. And, and I would say I would say that Smash Up and then the GBA one are like the, the like the two ones that I enjoy the most out of these. Yeah. And a, a lot of these are they're the worst kind of licensed game. And that is one that only exists to promote a movie. Mhm. Like those are the, those are the worst kind of licensed games, and even with that in mind, a couple of them are good. They're yeah. they're okay, you know. So it's hard for me to really look down on the Ubisoft era. Yeah. Uh, we we have Activision coming up. That's that's our next era of video games. Oof. And mm, I. There are some doozies in that thing, so yeah, it might be a while before we get there, but that that is the next era of games, and that coincides with the release of the 2012 cartoon. Yeah, um, but we'll tackle that next time we talk about video games. Uh, Jeff, what's next? Next time on Shellheads. We, the, the next time, oh, I didn't even realize this was on schedule here. Uh, next time we're talking about the TMNT Power Rangers 2 crossover comic series. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna wrap up in the next week or so when book five comes out. Uh, and then we will read it and we will talk about it. So that that's exciting. It's very exciting. It's been a while since we talked about the first crossover. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that in June of 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah, on episode 39. So I, I think it's been a, uh, the right amount of time. Uh, so I guess get caught up on that. Uh, we will, of course, cover news and what's in Sergio's box. If you haven't caught up on it, then I guess you just you can choose not to listen to the you know to the main topic on that episode. But there's always something on Chillheads to check out, regardless. Yeah. Uh, between now and then, other than reading comics, what are you going to be up to, Jeff? I'm going to be up to a, a lot of things, Sergio. Um, Warp Zone uh, Arcade um, is, of course, my business, and we've started a Twitch channel. Um, and people can find us, you know, on twitch.tv backslash warp zone arcade all one word and you can look for my 
Circle Controller logo, and we, you know, we will stream, you know, different types of games uh, each week. We just recently did Earth Defense Force, which is, you know, uh, our most popular one so far. Um, so we'll be doing more of that, hopefully, you know, each week. Um, and we'll probably do some Turtles uh, games at some point. Um, and in addition to that, uh, it's just to kind of, you know, get more foot traffic to the store and promote about what we do and stuff and interesting and unique games that you can play in store. Retro and modern. Uh, also do tournaments and uh, retro game restorations on cartridge-based games and game systems. Um, and we're also on, you know, the Facebook and Instagram. And if you're not following us on, you know, all three of those, uh, please do so and spread the word and so on and so forth. And where can we find you, Sergio? <laughs> uh, follow Shellheads on Instagram. Uh, send me messages. Send me questions. Send me requests. Um, send us your fan art. Fan, yeah, fan art's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you can send images through. You know what? It doesn't matter. I'm not going to. They'll figure it, it out Facebook. if they want to send us fan art. Do it um, on Facebook. Turtle Tracks, man. I want to see some cool fan art. <laughs> Turtle Tracks. <laughs> Good pull. Good pull. Yeah. Um, if you want to do fan art of us, make it tasteful. <laughs> the, okay, this is going to be a really weird request, and it, it, no one's going to do it, but... I'm in a lot of these turtles groups and like on Facebook. Right. And I, I, I try to interact with, his, you know, w- with people there and, and, you know, try to have an open discussion about turtle stuff. And it's, it's hard. Boy, is it hard. Yeah. There, people have some real hard opinions about turtle stuff. Let's harder than you. Uh, way harder than me. Boom. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> But the one thing that I see in all these groups are Turtles questions, like straight up questions about Turtles lore. Like, hey, what series was the first female turtle in? You know, like stuff that is answerable, obviously. But send it to us. I guarantee you we have an answer for you. That would be cool. Yeah, like uh, some of the questions they ask have really obscure answers, you know, and it's exciting to see people track down the, you know, the answers. And and sometimes I learn stuff. It's not often because I've I've been obsessing about this dumb stuff for 25 years, but sometimes I, I learn new stuff. If you have questions about Ninja Turtles, feel free to send them to us. You know, we I may just answer them on 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 the page. They may make the show. Who knows? But send that, it. That would be cool. A questions a question segment. Question every episode. Little Q and A segments. Yeah. What's Ooh. a what's a a cute little turtle's pun for questions? Let's see, I got nothing. Plastrons. Pl- 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 Never mind. No, we'll no. think of something. Yeah. T- 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 quest quest ter- terrapins quest no. quest pins no no quest pins no no okay all right well hey thank you for listening uh this has been a fun conversation uh 
Jeff, thank you for joining me, and oh, thank you for taking this Ninja Turtles journey. Uh, I'm Sergio. As always, thank you for having me, Sergio. It's been uh, an interesting journey so far. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> and, and we're shellheads. No, you gotta do, you gotta do the, the the accent. What's the accent? <laughs> like, and we are shellheads. <laughs> Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.